Welcome back to Sports Scene. I'm going to talk now to Chris Lowe, who covers college football for ESPN, ESPN.com. Chris is kind of fitting this in today among his many things. Chris, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. Let me give you a little love here, my friend. Great column on 30 years ago, the SEC championship game. We take that so for granted now, but that wasn't the case back then, was it? No, not not even close. Everybody thought Roy Kramer was crazy. <laughs> even the coaches in the league. I mean, they, they were like, what do you mean we're going to play a championship game? We, you, you play all these SEC games all year, and to get into the – and remember, there was no BCS championship game then. There was no – you just got voted in to be the national champion. And so you're going to make us play another game against the other best team in the league – just to get to a, a, a position where he can win a national championship. Gene Stallings hated the idea. Pat Dye hated the idea. Honestly, the only one who really liked it was uh, the head ball coach. He says, listen, man, everybody loves the championship game. Let's do it. Yeah. And what do you think the landscape of the game would have changed had Alabama lost? Yes, I do. I, I really do because think of the outcry. The game A was played in Birmingham. The conference office was in Birmingham. That was Alabama's really first great team since the Barry Bryant days. And imagine what that response would have been had Bama 11-0 and lost to a three-loss Florida team and been knocked out of the national championship picture. That everybody, you know, the folks at Bama, Auburn, all these coaches who stood up and said this is crazy would have just, you know, turned up the heat that much more. And I don't know that they would have shut it down immediately. But it would have been hard, I think, to keep it going. And, and Roy Kramer said, hey, I don't know what would have happened. Who knows You know what would have happened if Florida had, had won that football game. And, but it still was a big hit. It, it, for that time, uh, the TV ratings were really good. They made a lot of money off of it. I think about $6.5 million was generated you know, from that game that, that year. Uh, so it was a big moneymaker. And it was so unique. Nobody else had it. And it showed – over time, that you can play a championship game in college football. We think, think about it. Ninety-two, and I know for people that are that are younger than we are, there were no championship games in college football. Right? Not a zero. I mean, you had the bowl games that were quasi championship games, but there was not a championship game that pitted a team that won its division against a team that won its division. That was the first, and I think yes, paved the way to say, hey, you know what? There can be championship games and ultimately there can be a playoff and everyone sort of followed suit it took the big 10 time it took the acc time i think the big 12 put theirs in maybe what five six years after uh, but ultimately every conference created a championship game uh, and they still have them. good reading on espn.com uh, about this uh, 30 years ago quick hitters here chris um is Texas A&M, in your mind, overrated? I think they're going to be better than they were last year. I, I still think their year is 23. I think with their talent, and I've had a chance to watch them practice, they're going to be a load 23. I think they'll be better this year than they were last year. Uh, I don't know that they're ready to win the West and get into a 14 playoff, but I really do think with what they've built, and the way they've recruited, that 23 is going to be their year. In the East, if you had Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, who's the best of the three? 
Well, it's hard because Tennessee can't beat Florida and Kentucky can't beat Tennessee. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe Kentucky. I think the way Mark Stoops has built that program, I like his quarterback, Will Levis. Uh, although I like Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. You know, he's, he's a guy that probably was as underrated as anybody last year what he did. Florida plays at Tennessee. Um, I think that's, that's going to be a tough game for Florida. Kentucky has to come to Tennessee this year. So, you know, Tennessee gets both of those teams in Knoxville. So maybe that gives the Vols a little bit of advantage. But, Steve, uh, someone who's been around the Florida-Tennessee rivalry a long time, i got to see it to believe it that Tennessee's going to beat Florida. Even yep. with this being Billy Napier's first year and there's that transition, uh, i got to see it to believe it. I love that stat you had. There's something like, what was it, 4-39 and 39 since Fulmer's last year against their main rivals, Tennessee? That's ridiculous. Yeah, 4-38 and 38 against 38, Georgia, okay. Alabama, yeah. and Florida since the beginning of Fulmer's last year, which is 08. So they just, you know, Tennessee just hasn't been relevant in a long time. They've had a couple decent years where they won nine games under Butch Jones. But, you know, if you're in Tennessee, much like if you're in Georgia, Florida, Alabama, there are two or three teams every year you got to beat. Or at least as much as they beat you. Okay, that's that's probably the fairest way to say it. And Tennessee has just absolutely been abysmal against those three teams. And I think if you really want to judge measurement this year in Josh Teichel's second year, that the the program truly is on the right trajectory. Because I, I think Josh and his staff did a great job last year. They walked into a tough situation to get the seven wins. But to me, in year two, if you want to say, all right, we absolutely are headed in the right direction. I think you got to win one of those three games. you got to beat Bama, Georgia, or Florida. And from the looks of it, just sitting here a 1,000 feet away going into the season, Florida probably for Tennessee is the most gettable. But I still, again, Steve, i got to see it to believe it. Okay. Chris, always appreciate your time. Thank you for doing this. We'll get you back as the season goes along. Really appreciate your fitness in. Okay, Steve. You guys take care. Okay, Chris. Chris Lowe uh, covering the SEC for ESPN, ESPN.com.